What's going on, guys? Zach back here with another episode of the FTD podcast and our newest installment of the GM interviews. Today, I'm going to be joined by the Arizona Diamondbacks general manager, Austin. Austin, how are you? Hey, guys. Doing well, doing well. How's it going, Zach? Good, good. Glad to finally get you on the episode. Um, I always like to start with a little bit of an intro. Tell the people a little bit about you, your out-of-the-park experience. Um, well, as you know, I'm Austin. Uh, I've been playing for, gosh, probably a good six years now. Um, probably my most played game of all of them. Um, this is my, probably my fourth online league. I have generally sat within two or three, and then I added this one with the, you know, idea of a money league. Sounded great. So, uh, just you know, wanted to see if I could win some money. Definitely. And you, you took over the Arizona Diamondbacks. I know you're, you're a Diamondbacks fan in real life. You live in Arizona, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure you're pretty happy to get the D-backs. Um, maybe a little disappointing to, with how the year's gone. Currently sitting at 57 and 80. You have the uh, the second lowest winning percentage in the NL. I'm sure your your hopes were a little bit higher coming into the year. But talk on those expectations. What, what kind of... What kind of thoughts did you have entering 2020? Oh, man, you know, I got to admit I had some much bigger expectations. You know, I really hoped to fight for a wild card spot. I uh, admittedly didn't feel the division was in reach with the powerhouse Dodgers. But, uh, you know, I was really hoping to be kind of where Hayden's sitting at right now. But the team just hasn't seemed to really shown up yet. Yeah, and... Um, obviously a tough division, a, a lot of good GMs. And like you said, the powerhouse Dodgers, um, going to be tough to, uh, compete in this division year in and year out. Um, the, the Diamondbacks added a big name, Madison Bumgarner, uh, before the year, you kind of toyed with him back and forth between the rotation and then shifting him to the pen. And it looks like he's back in your rotation. Now talk about Mad Bum, um, where where you see him long term on this team? What are your hopes for him? Oh man, what a disappointment to this year! You know, <laughs> you uh, you sign a guy to that kind of contract, you hope he can at least at least be a three, if not an ace. But you know, I kind of feel the same way I do as in real life, and uh, wasn't the biggest fan of the contract, the the, the signing in general. Um, never really been a big Mad Bum fan. Um, has home run problems, and that's definitely shown this year. So in uh, FTD, so uh, you know he he really struggled out the gate. Uh, had a couple outings here and there that were good, but definitely didn't do anything to earn the money, so to speak. And uh, after a while, I just realized, you know, I think I have better four or five options than what he was putting up. So I slotted him in there and they were pretty underwhelming as well. So I figured ah, if I'm going to pay this guy the money, might as well put him in. Maybe I'll have a nice outing or two. And, you know, in his most recent outing, he actually threw six innings, one earned run. Um, wasn't too bad. Obviously it was against the Indians who uh, have been pretty successful this year. Um, so that was a good little outing. Hopefully, you know, he can finish out the season strong in the last start or two that he's got. See how it goes. Hopefully that's a, a sign of things to come for, for your sake, obviously. Um, a big deal after this year, he'll be owed four more four more additional years guaranteed at $79 million total. Um, 
pretty eye-popping stat that I noticed with Mad Bum. He's thrown 144 innings this year. He's given up 29 walks, which is good for 1.8 walks per nine. 29 walks, 25 home runs on the year. Pretty pretty uh, telling based on what you said earlier, struggling with the long ball. Yeah, definitely a, definitely a problem coming into the year, looking at his ratings and uh, seeing as they've dropped a little bit over the year, it looks like from, I think when he came in, he came in at 40. And I think now he's down to 35 on the movement, which we know can, you know, predict home runs to an extent. So definitely some concern there. I was hoping with uh, the D-backs putting in the humidifier a couple, year, couple years back that the home runs wouldn't be as big of an issue. But it seems that when he goes to other ballparks, uh, you know, obviously it's still an issue. So something we'll just have to work around until we either uh, see him find a new team or you know, play out his contract. So definitely. So we touched on the, the veteran that was brought in. Now let's talk on a couple of the young guys you've got up at the major league level. Um talking Paven Smith and Zach Gallen, a couple of young studs who have had pretty pretty good years. Paven Smith um pretty recently being thirty two games now. Zach Allen's made twenty seven starts, uh three point two war, having a terrific year. What are you seeing from these guys or, or what's your excitement level on them? Oh yeah. You know, these guys, Gallon and Smith, they're uh, two of the, two of the big guns coming up. Uh, you know, the Diamondbacks traded one of their premier talents and jazz Chisholm to the Marlins a couple years back uh, for Gallon. Um, and he's done exactly what I thought he would, you know, he's put up good strikeout numbers, good walks, good fit, good ERA, the war has been great. Uh, hasn't really been helped out by the run support, but nothing he can do about that. So I got to say Gallon has been exactly what I hoped for, especially with the talent given up in Jazz Chisholm. But another guy that's definitely surprised me this year is, as we touched on, is Paven Smith. You know, he's he's only played in 32 games. Uh, been good for about 0.82 war. Um Weighted runs created plus is at 127, which 100 is baseline. So he's he's putting up numbers. You know, he's not a power hitter, but he gets on base and he makes contact. He he definitely can be a solid leadoff guy if given the opportunity. Um, I I hope for you know the next three, four, five, however many years he's here to stay. Yeah, these guys they they certainly look um, like building blocks to the future for the Diamondbacks, and and with that your minor league system, you, you have some tremendous talent in the pipeline coming up a couple of really talented outfielders um, and some, some arms. And then of course your first round pick this year, uh, second baseman, Jimmy Glowinky. Um, what do you see in your system? Uh, obviously a lot of depth and a lot of top 100 prospects, but who are you most excited about? What do you see? Uh, you know, with, with the, with the farm, um, I'm excited. Uh, you know, Alec Thomas is a name that always pops out. He's kind of shot up the ranks, you know, to start the year. I think he was like right on the teetering edge of a hun- top hundred, but you know, now I think we see him, I think he's in the thirties now, maybe forties um, as that's consistently moving around, but you know, big contact guy, uh, got good speed, plays a great center field can definitely come in here. Hopefully he's only 21 should be able to come up here shortly and make some, you know, make some something happen for the Diamondbacks in a time where not a lot's going on. Um, you know, so besides Thomas, the pitching's a little weak. We do have a, I believe, Levi Kelly at 
uh, in the later half of the top 100 who, you know, unfortunately only has three pitches. That third pitch may not come around. Still kind of waiting to see on that one. But if that third pitch does come around, he could definitely be a top, you know, two or three starter on the team and, you know, hopefully anchor the rotation for a few years to come. Um, other than that, you touched on Jimmy Glowanke, the Diamondbacks first round pick. You know, I think the Diamondbacks, if I can recall, selected 18th. Glowanke wasn't a sexy pick by any means, but he's a guy who gets the job done. He hits for contact, and I know the Diamondbacks second base, Marte, he's, his contract is going to continue to accelerate in AAV for the next couple years, so he definitely, Glowinky could definitely be up and eventually take Marte's spot here in a year or two, so. Yeah, Glowinky kind of struck me as a um, high floor type of guy. Maybe maybe a safe pick almost. Uh, you know you know you're going to get at least something out of him. Might not be that true star level player, but he should, he should reach the major leagues and felt like a safe pick. Um, one guy that I'm excited about in your system that you, you didn't touch on is Christian Robinson putting up a monster season in a ball at 19 years old and like i said earlier your, your outfield depth in the minor leagues is just tremendous yeah definitely i gotta agree with you robinson kind of falls and slips in between the cracks with as much outfield depth as you said um he's he's got raw power his contact's a little weak but you know with a with a little bump that's a guy that we could see put up at least three four war for a few years and Hopefully, you know, he's young, so maybe we see him in three or four years and when the Diamondbacks are hopefully ready to compete. Definitely. So so we've touched on your minor league system, uh, building for the future. We touched on the disappointing 2020 season. Uh, you have to be looking ahead at this point. Let's talk off season for a little bit. Um, what, do you, what do you see as the Diamondbacks' needs coming into the – the offseason you know the diamondbacks admittedly probably won't have a ton of money to play with and i've never been a big spender in ootp as it is so i don't see myself making any kind of splash signings even if i do free up some money um i do like to hold on to money i'm very penny pinching um keep that money around for other needs just in case things arise but i could definitely see myself adding some useful bullpen pieces some guys that maybe were quad a type relievers that just didn't get the call up because they were behind others. Um, I have a, at least two or three bullpen spots I look to replace this offseason. Um, other than that, definitely add some bench pieces. My uh, corner outfielders and Peralta and uh, Cole Calhoun have definitely been disappointing, to say the least. Calhoun consistently fighting to hit around 200 this season hasn't been the best, but... Um, we may look for a replacement for him until, depending on if Varsho, Dalton Varsho, my catcher slash right field slash left fielder is ready. But other than that, definitely bullpen, um, couple bench pieces, but nothing major. Diamondbacks aren't going to be big spenders. So it sounds like you're just, you're kind of trying to round the, round the roster out, maybe make some, some depth additions, um. With that said, what are your expectations for your team in 2021? 
man, you know, it's it's tough um, with, you know, Hayden and the Dodgers GM and Giants GM and Padres GM, all capable, all found to be cap- more than capable. Um, Diamondbacks might be on the outside looking in for the next few years. Um, I admittedly, I have struggled with my major league talent in multiple OOTP online leagues. Um, and with as, ta- as talented as this division is, for the time being at least, you know, next year might be more of the same, you know, 70, 92 type year. If we're lucky, we maybe go 500, but that's, that's pushing it at this point. Yeah. And, and I've been on the record multiple times now. I think the NL West, every GM in that, in that division is perfectly capable of winning it. A lot of good GMs, tough division, maybe the toughest in our league as far as um, total talent amongst the GMs goes. Uh, but, but let's make a prediction to wrap this up. When do the Arizona Diamondbacks make the postseason again? You know, I think best case scenario right now, postseason hopes, 2023 at the earliest and somewhere between 2023 and 2025. So there you have it. We're looking uh, three to five years down the line, according to Austin, all that all that talent on the offensive side should be at the major league level by then. Hopefully they continue developing and uh, you continue drafting well and adding to that pipeline. Austin, thanks for joining me tonight. Anything else you'd like to add before we wrap things up? No, sir. All I got to say is whoever ends up playing the Dodgers, go ahead and beat them because as a true Diamondbacks (laughs) fan, I can't stand the Dodgers. But other than that, you, you know, good luck the rest of the week to the teams that are still in it. There you have it, Austin, Arizona Diamondbacks. Austin, thank you again. Um, And that'll do it for our latest edition of the GM Interviews. Hope you guys enjoyed.